Welcome to Just Another Show. Thanks for tuning in. Your hosts today are myself, Jade, George, and Eric. Say hello, everybody. What's up? What's up? How goes it? This is my best one. Oh, my God. I'm not going to here and play with you. I ain't going back and forth with you, devil. <laughs> wow. Oh, goodness. As funny as that is, I ain't mad at it. You should be. You should be very. I was very bad at it when I heard it. Why? George don't ain't trying to go back and forth with the devil. What's the problem? Unless the devil means something else. Nope, it's the actual devil. <laughs> and the fact that it was coming from George, Big George, I guess, because this is apparently Little George, his dad at church singing that song. So, quite. <laughs> speaking of speaking of songs, um, God can't avoid tangents have y'all seen the 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 drop it low for jesus video what bruh <laughs> i gotta send y'all, shit. send y'all that shit there's a song there's a whole music video by this lady i don't know if it's a skit or what and i don't know where it came from but it's like it looked like it was something that was probably on tv mm-hmm. um so it's probably a skit but it was basically a video a music video and the song was called drop it low for jesus and it sounds exactly what you think it sounds like <laughs> this shit is crazy <laughs> um yeah i, I think you would appreciate strippers and the shaking i'm i'm not touching that um <laughs> i mean you know rolling with them Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, how y'all doing, Jade? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Where, George? I'm doing fine. Word. And out of um, full transparency, before I get to meet uh, what, George, do you know where Greg is? I think Greg is going to be out of commission for like a week and a half, but maybe two-ish episodes. But do you know, I know it has something to do with Uncle Sam or Uncle Sugar, as you would say. I'm doing his annual tour then. His annual tour? Yeah, it's two weeks. Okay. Is that like a a local, Mm -hmm. local as in like in the country tour? Actually, I don't know. Gonna ask that nigga. I just put two and two together. (laughs) <laughs> your, your last one was in Atlanta, but the one before that was North Carolina. Yeah, it was one wow. of the Carolinas. Yeah, well, salute to Greg. Um, he's out there. Um, you know what I'm saying? He'll he'll be back um, shortly. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. Um, just came back from New York, and this kind of goes into our first um, thing that we want to talk about. Me and George uh, took some trips this weekend. We're recording this on a Tuesday, actually. Um, I just got back. George, when did you get back? We got back. Was it technically Monday? Early Monday morning? Late Sunday night? 
I mean, we landed Sunday. Oh. Well, so Sunday when we landed. We got home Monday morning. Mm. So um, I went. I went to New York to see family, but you guys went to um, where? Where did you guys go? New Orleans. Okay. So how how was how was the trip? Why'd you guys go on the trip? Like spill the spill the beans on that. I'll let George start it off as it was really more a trip for for him. Uh, we went to New Orleans because my grandma wasn't doing so well. And so I went there to see her. Dope. Okay. So she also passed while I was there. Mm. But yeah, at least I got to see her. Stop. See all my other family members on my well, most of my family members on my dad's side. Oh, so your dad's from New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. So, well, God bless Grandma. One hundred percent. Um, how long did you guys stay? Um, we were there from Friday to Sunday night. So we got in like 11 we got there at like 11 and it's an hour behind so technically 12 um, we got in at 11 and then we left 9 30 p.m on sunday 9 30 p.m on sunday so you guys got in at midnight no 11 o'clock like in the afternoon i was like 11 i was like 11 40 something we landed because we didn't get home to almost one no we didn't get home to 1 15 well, we also went to your aunt's house first. Well, I thought they, I thought you were talking about when we landed, like going home. Oh, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. Mm. Yeah, I, New Orleans is a. I've I've never been, but I I always forget that it's in a it's in a different time zone, which is super weird because it does not seem like it's that far um, to be in a different time zone. Yeah. The panhandle of Florida is in a different time zone. That's true. You have a whole state with two time zones. Which part of Florida is in the in a in a different time zone? From like uh from like Tallahassee on, I think. Past Tallahassee is in central time zone. If I'm not mistaken. Hmm. That's like west of Tallahassee. Pretty much the part that crosses uh where Alabama. Mm-hmm. Line crosses from that oh, west yeah. is in central. Oh, okay. Damn. Didn't damn didn't know that either. What the fuck? Okay, that's, that's some trippy shit. I mean, damn. living in Georgia, like that's a soup dump. Some trippy shit for Florida to be. Well, some parts of Florida to be in a different time zone. Um, that's yeah. trippy. Fucking uh, up legends. Yeah. Got like our whole part of Florida to get done uh, voting. Yeah. What? Um. So what? In New Orleans, did y'all go any? Did y'all go to eat anywhere like cool or any new places or anything like that to eat? 
or site visit? Um, we ate a lot. <laughs> um, when we first got there, um, we went to visit his aunt, and we went to this place called Frazier's. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had <laughs> they had a whole freaking meal for thirteen ninety nine that came with shrimp etouffee, corn, potato salad, or just a regular salad, a piece of catfish, and peach cobbler. And all for thirteen ninety nine. It was delicious. Minus the peach powder. It was it was actually really terrible. It smelled like throw up. And then uh we ate a lot. You did have a oh boy. It was really big. Mm, I'm surprised the peach cobbler didn't taste good because it mean, was awful. It was too sweet. Mm. It, wasn't even bad. it was bad. It was just too sweet. And then that night we went to Mr. Mr. Ed's. Had some shrimp and grits. Jade had jambalaya. Mm -hmm. And some veggies because, you know, you got to get them greens in. Jade, you eat pork? Yeah. Jakes. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) You said said jambalaya. I was like, wait, no, that. Which means that sausage is probably pork. And it was well, it was actually it was a little salty, actually, but Hello. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was pretty good. Ugh. Okay. And after that we went to uh Cafe de Monde and got some um beignets. They were delicious. I don't think I've had beignets yet. Pretty oh, sure you are missing out. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a pastry, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't, I don't do French well with sweets. A French donut, okay. Not really sweet. Mine is all of the sugar on top. It's not really that sweet. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like funnel cake. Oh. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just the funnel cake because I don't really like eating funnel cake myself. Funnel cake will kill me. <laughs> yeah, it was very soft. Mm-hmm. Like a donut without like. Glaze. I don't know. You gotta try it. We we all need to go, and you you have to try it. Um, then we went to Bourbon Street, of course. Uh, we went to Fat Tuesdays, some random bar, and just kind of walked up and down. Little Georgie here has never been so. To Bourbon no, Street. I've never been while I was old enough to drink. Oh, I've been to Bourbon Street. So before. you've never been then. So let me let me ask you a question. Fat Tuesdays, right? It was Fat Tuesday because I I've been to Fat Tuesday, um, a couple of years, uh, senior year in college, um, when we went on a cruise. When me and Ollie went on a cruise, and it was in Mexico, but it didn't. Between that experience and then hearing like other people who've gone to different Fat Tuesdays, Fat Tuesday doesn't seem. As popping, I don't know if it's like a day thing or the, like what day you go or what time of year you go, but um, was Fat Tuesdays like jumping in there or was it just like kind of normal? Tuesday starting moments. I couldn't answer that for you. I have no idea. I want to say it does because Fat Tuesday is technically Mardi Gras. But also, you have to keep in mind the fact that like 
Bourbon Street on the weekend is all is typically always going to be busy. So it was busy in there. It took us a minute to even get our drink. Mm, so okay, and uh, okay, I guess my other question. So I mean, young women were in there being ratchet. They weren't uh, being ratchet. They were just not like ratchet, ratchet, but they was being a little ratchet. They weren't being. They weren't ratchet. being hood ratchet. There was a song that came on. It was like a make the stallion song, and they were just all singing and dancing to it. Like it was like two different groups of girls. You could tell they didn't really know each other, but it was like this music is bonding us right now. So we all gonna twerk together. It was beautiful. I loved it. Sophisticated. So, so Bourbon Street is you like when y'all went, it was jump. It was a lot of people. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's not as many people as like if it were Mardi Gras or something, but Ooh. it was a lot of people. Mm. Okay. I always wondered like places like well, not places like, but like uh New Orleans and, and going to Bourbon Street, if there's like a particular time a year to go outside of Mardi Gras, um, uh, where you can get the full experience of Bourbon Street, or is it just one of those streets that just so happen to be popping during that time and then any other time of the year it's just like kind of calm i guess no like, whenever way, i've i've gone it's always been super busy so someone yeah. tried the titties out oh yeah she she was just walking just tits just out neck I, full of beads people mm. were throwing beads like it was mardi gras and people were flashing it was it was lit in the middle of in the middle of not the middle but the beginning of September, <laughs> yeah, just like a regular fucking day, and bitches walking uh, around with their tits out. Mm. It was crazy. Okay. Dope. Did y'all get to do anything else, or anything else like, you know, with the city or um cool things? Well, we went to a bar that was across from the Airbnb. It was like really small and quaint, but it was cute. And then Saturday, what did we do Saturday? We went to my aunt's house and a whole day. Pretty much. Because we played that one game. We went to Saturday morning, we went to this place, Elizabeth's Diner or something like that. It's like a pretty much a two story house. Elizabeth's kitchen. I don't care. Elizabeth and her diner kitchen fucking house place but it was it was cool it was like very artsy so i was into it and the food was yeah she just got the wrong thing i got like smoked salmon and fried egg and brie grilled cheese whatever with some grits the grits were they were all right they weren't like cheese grits, cheese grits, but they were all right. And the salmon thing was disgusting, and I didn't enjoy it at all. Mm. Um, yeah, I, it's kind of surprising that that's the second time you said you had food that you didn't enjoy between the peach cobbler or the salmon or whatever. And it's that's kind of surprising because New Orleans is known to have like super dope food. Yeah, um, huh? yeah that's not me because I, I was thinking like. Because I really like smoked salmon. Like every place we go to while I'm home, while I'm here at home, I'm getting smoked salmon for breakfast. Yeah. I like it. I really yeah. did enjoy it. I, like, I, I love that shit. 
Yep, because I got the catfish and grits. And, and the catfish was, was good. The catfish was really good. Mm. Which is crazy because here we have like not been able to find good catfish at home. Like it we're still on in place. Florida? Yeah. Catfish is trash here. Oh. One place what? we went to, yeah, close to where we are. One place we went to, it was good, but it was like wet. Like it tastes like water. Not water. You just don't let it. It tastes dry. like water. Okay. Well, she has terrible taste, but it, it, it just, tastes like water. It just is greasy. That's all. Water, grease. Mm. Um. But then after we after we left there, we head over headed over to his aunt's house. Um. And saw his grandma again, and some of his cousins came over, which was cool. Yeah. You're, your cousin came with her three kids. Um, that's like my second cousin once removed. Cousin nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Nicholas was there. Wow. Wow. And then um which was kind of, this is more kind of something Georgia kind of talk about, but his uncle was being interviewed for a documentary, which was really cool. So Little Georgie here got to jump on the mic in the camera. Went to oh, that, experience. That, yeah, what? I was terrible. Really unexpected. On the spot. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be a nigga out here cursing. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't drop one curse word while while speaking. But uh yeah, we was pretty much talking about, you know, being black and police encounters and, you know, that, uh, you know, why some or why a lot of black parents discipline their kids with spankings. Because, nigga, if you don't raise your kids, the yeah, streets will, or, you know, the, the cops going to put them in the body bag. So. Mm. Yeah, it was very interesting because George is not. I won't say you're not good at it at public speaking. You just get too nervous and you lose your words. You're extremely intelligent, but sometimes I feel like I got to be there to like throw the word at you that you're missing. So you were talking about like, you know, when you get pulled over and how you feel. And I'm like, you're you're trying to say PTSD, babe, you're trying to, but I don't want to be like screaming across the kitchen. So I had to write it down on my phone and like hold my phone up like a prompt to get him to say it. And then, then I was doing like the Ricky Bobby hands thing. <laughs> I just kept uh, my hands up. Man, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could, I, I know how that go. Like when you, um, when you're introverted and you don't like to really talk. We had an episode about that sort of, I think just expressing yourself publicly even through like social media is hard to sometimes well for some people it's difficult to do and I totally understand (laughs) so for someone to just put a camera in your face and be like say something it's like most people will be like oh shit this is going to be a documentary and they're going to you know they're going to wild out and say whatever they need to say but for some people it's not that simple like you want to you worry so much about saying the right shit or saying what you really want to say, then it just don't come out that way. So it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely thought I fucked all the way up. But <laughs> everybody really told me good. I did all right. You did. Like, oh, man. 
<laughs> you just gotta you just gotta talk more just in general because it'll make you yeah. more comfortable when you get in a situation like that where you can just let the words flow have the words that you're because you were you were in it you were getting it you were making a point and then you were like uh uh for like 30 seconds <laughs> straight and i'm like baby this is the word you're looking for yeah, and the the people that were recording were like from the Netherlands, so we look, I look crazy, like jumping, trying to get, trying to get him the word that he needed. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's just difficult. I know for me, it's hard for me to talk. I think it's hard harder for me to talk about myself versus like having an open conversation. First of all, it it's better to if you really want to have like that, like you have to record it and not let me know that it's being recorded like it has to be like candid yeah we're, we're having an open conversation with a couple of people even one other person like i feel like interviewing like if someone's interview like if you were interviewing me it'd be a lot easier because there's one there's one person to focus on so i don't have to focus on what the hell is going on in my head <laughs> so i just have to answer the question <laughs> um so yeah but you tell you know you put a camera in my face and be like, yeah, this is gonna be recorded. Not only is it gonna be recorded, but it's gonna go on a documentary. It's gonna go, x you know, go to X Y Z platforms or whatever. So I get it. <laughs> I get it. But that's dope. That's super dope. That's super dope. I, I'm looking forward to going to New Orleans. I hope uh, our um, gang can get together, George, and take our asses to New Orleans for this goddamn basketball game, because that shit sounds like a great plan. I roll. You said what, George? I said that shit would be lit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the... What's the problem? Like, what's the issue? Like, I don't understand. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to go, bro. Like, I just... I don't don't get it. Oh, speaking of that, how is it? Because this is is also important to that trip. The Airbnb that y'all stayed at, um, this trip... For New Orleans, how was that? Like, was it cool? It wasn't bad. It was just a different experience. Mm. I personally, this is probably what the second time I've done the Airbnb. The first time was with all of us, and we got the whole house rented out. Mm. So this is the first time I've been in the Airbnb where there were, like, other people there. Wait, you're talking about when we did the Florida trip? Yeah, yeah, that that was my first time doing the Airbnb. Usually, I just yeah. get a hotel. Okay. So it was, I don't know. They were just they were just so quiet. Like, I don't know. I wanted them to like live in their home and us just like be walking in and they're like in the living room watching a movie with their friends. But it wasn't it wasn't like that. Like we didn't see them. Well, we saw the husband one time when he was pulling in the driveway as we were driving off. Mm. So the hosts were actually there while y'all were there. Yeah, they were there, like being quiet, like really, really quiet. Mm. It just okay. it turned me off. <laughs> I don't know. I just expected I expected for them to at least like speak or something. But some people, you know, they want their their privacy. Yeah, like, I get it. But in that case, you might as well have just rented the whole house out. Was it only y'all two? 
Yeah. Well, it was us two and then the couple that lives there. Okay. See, y'all just had like a room. Yeah. Like a room upstairs. It was like a separate, like, private apartment, I guess. So mm-hmm. it was really cool. The kitchen was shared, but it was like our room and then the bathroom. And then the closet had like all their stuff in it. So it was kind of like, damn, I can't even like get comfortable a little bit. And then they had like a little seating area with the couch, but no TV. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nope. And then what did we do? Okay, Saturday we ate. Yeah, we had the pastalaya. Hell yeah, we did. Well, I did. You did not. I did too. I just had the oh, separate yeah, with shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. And chicken. Fried, yeah. fried chicken. And then that was the end of, well, we, we drank a lot. We drank wine. But that was the end of Saturday. And then Sunday. Like that fun game. Oh, yeah. We played this game. Weird little game. So basically, it's like a little wooden board. And each side has the numbers 1 through 10. And each person gets dice. You throw the dice in. Whatever number it lands on, you put that number down. So if it lands on 11, you can put down the number 10. You can put down the number 1. Or you can put down the number 6. And you put down number 5. And you just keep going until, like, whoever wins. So we played that a million fucking times. What is that called? No idea. No idea at all. You know, he didn't even tell us what it was called. He might have, but it was, like, real quick. Oh. I just remember him being, like, yeah, we were all sitting around, and I was like, hey, get the cards. And we started playing this game. And, you know, we was all hype. And then I was like, oh, shit, I think we made a game. And then we found this. So we didn't make the game. And I was like, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> cool. And then Sunday, um, Sunday was when we found out his grandma passed. Um, so we went to his dad's church. And, uh sat through the service and that's when his dad said I'm living my best life and I'm not going back and forth with you devil so that was interesting wow I'm sure he's not the only preacher that has used that I'm I'm sure sure he isn't (laughs) they probably got a whole Facebook group just sending that song back and forth there's probably a pastor somewhere that has an entire sermon about with the thesis being I'm living my best life and I'm not going back and forth with the devil. I'm pretty sure there's an entire hour sure. and a half, two hour sermon about that. <laughs> For sure. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly and truly. I'd be surprised if there wasn't it. I would right. be surprised if there wasn't it. Yeah. Right. And then um yeah, the service was the service was nice. And then uh, skipping right along, after the service, we went to um, this vegan pop up shop to meet my aunt, who lives in New Orleans as well, and meet her fiance. And the food was good. It just took an hour 
a little bit over an hour for us to actually get our food. So we're just, and that was like our first meal of the day at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it was good. So I had a smoothie bowl and George had, what'd you have? Pancakes and And veggie sausage and chickpea scramble. Yep. Nice. Vegetables taste like actual meat, so it freaked me out a little bit. Mm. And then, um, what did we do after? After we just went to your aunt's house and just sat with your family and ate food. So much food. Random food. It was like shrimp, sausage, mushrooms, and one platter. Yeah, that. That's the word I'm looking for. And then there was turkey necks, which I didn't get any, and I'm slightly sad about that. And there was fried chicken, and there was somebody else who had brought fried chicken, and then there was fried rice, and then there was a salad with apples and uh, strawberries and peppers and and lettuce, of course. And then what else was there? Uh, There was pound cake, cheesecake, donuts, carrot cake. Watermelon, uh, strawberry shortcake, uh, lemon cake. That was the pound cake, cake. wasn't it? The lemon pound cake. Oh, there was lemon lemon cake too. Yeah, it was lemon cake. It was that lemon pound cake, and then it was a lemon cake, and then there was chocolate cake, and there was, I think that was it. But it was it was a shit ton of food just everywhere. And when we were pulling up, it was a lady that was there who had like six or seven fucking, what are they? Boxes of soda just stacked and ready. They were fucking just so much food. So much food. So much food. Who was, drawn that who, who was, um, who was being fed? Like the family or the church? Or like how many people were they feeding? Or catering? It was family. It wasn't even all of them. It was just cousins and aunts and uncles and um his grandma's neighbor mm-hmm. and everybody was just there kids well it wasn't that many kids running around oh, probably like nice. four mm-hmm. yeah and family friends just all gathering after after you know her passing it was really cool see i don't think i've ever like I've experienced something like that, like after the funeral, but I've never experienced that prior to the funeral. So it was, it was really, it was really nice. Yeah, that's dope. At this, um, I guess like uh, in Jamaica, um, we have this thing called night night. So night night, basically, but shorten it, night night. And what that is, is basically like the night before the funeral. Um, is where we we cook a bunch of like we cook a bunch of food and basically have these to-go plates for people in the community to we just pass them out like they come up to the to the house um and we just have like a big basically like a big big ass party and that party goes from you know 10 o'clock to two three in the morning it's always outside like we kill goats um we'll probably kill like two goats and like skip from from early that morning and like start the process of like 
you know, skinning them, cleaning them, all that stuff. We have all of, like, the the older women that do, like, the cleaning. All of this shit is done outside. And, like, all of the cooking is done outside on these giant pots. And um, we just have that all the way up until, like, three in the morning. Mind you, the funeral is that day. <laughs> and um, funeral is usually, like, at 10, <laughs> 11 o'clock. Um, and then, yeah, we have the funeral. And then we we have more food after that. And people just come and it's kind of like a tradition there. Um, so it's kind of, it kind of, as you guys are describing it, it kind of reminds me of, reminds me of that, um, which is, which is super dope. Um, and my, in, in Jamaica, my grandmother, grandfather and step grandmother are all buried at the house. So we have these like tombs kind of, um, where it's dug out by like one of our either someone from like down the street or even my uncles will like help dig out the the tombs and we have like this gated thing that they all sit in and after the funeral they'll come and you know they'll bring the the hearse to the house and like we'll actually put our um at least for those three that's what that's what happened we'll put them into you know the tomb and then cover it up and then you know say words and stuff like that but it's right there like it's right right in our in our yard um so it's cool it's like it's really it's really dope um and then like down the street like when i go to jamaica i can go i can go there and like sit on my grandparents grave and then i can go like across the across the way i would say road but it's not really a road <laughs> it's, a, it's really a dirt road <laughs> um across the road and i can go sit at my great grandparents grave also so it's it's like a really intimate kind of thing so it's really cool um but that's dope um and it sounds like i have fun sounds sounds like i can't wait to go to new orleans like I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I just want to go. Like fuck it. <laughs> I just want to go. So um yeah. Uh I guess I can talk about my trip. My trip went to New York on Friday. Um again, this is Tuesday. And uh it was right after work. So flight took off 6:30. Um landed at like 8. Um Uber to my aunt's house who lives in Pelham, New York, and chilled that night, mostly. Um, and then on Saturday, what the fuck did we do on Saturday? I don't even remember what we did on Saturday. Fuck. Oh, Saturday, I took my cousin, um, who was in the wedding, my little cousin, who was basically my little brother, um, with the high top fade shit. Um I took him to his uh, football game. Now, mind you, uh, I've been all over this podcast shitting on and then <laughs> shitting on football. I hate that this man, this little boy, plays football. I can't stand it. He's a senior in high school. He's been playing football for three years out of the four. He's been in high school. I hate it to death. Um, <laughs> but 
He loves the shit, and I don't understand why. I think he plays three positions. He plays wide receiver, cornerback, and something. Tight end, George? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know what the fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. That's all I, that's all I know. I hate it. And I tell him every chance I get that I hate it. Um, but, yeah, I, I took him to one of his little things and watched him play. And he's cool at it. Like, he'll run a little bit. Still hate it, though. But <laughs> um, so took him there. Oh, and then we went to a car, we went to a car show on Saturday. Um, me, my aunt, aunt's friend, Alia, and my cousin went to um, the Breakfast Club, DJ Envy. Uh, his car show was in Secaucus, New Jersey. So we drove all the way over there, which is like an hour, and um, went to his car show. And that shit was cool as hell. Um, just seeing all those cars um, from old to new, like classic shit. They had motorcycles. They had slingshots. They had like over 150 slingshots, which was terrorizing people after the the, the car show because these motherfuckers was riding around like the shit was fucking um, biker weekend in Florida or some shit like that. Like these niggas was wilding <laughs> on on the highway. Um, but it was cool. So I saw a whole bunch, of, and it was cool for my aunt to see that stuff because again, like Jamaican family, they don't give a damn about like cars and shit. So the fact that she could point out cars and be like, "Oh my god, what car is that?" and I was like, "It's a Bentley." It's a Bentley Continental GT. Like, it's like, oh, that's a really nice color. Um, how much does it cost? And I'm like, it's like, oh, probably like two, probably like two ten, two ten. It's like two hundred ten thousand dollars. And she was like, oh no, oh no, uh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she said, oh no, okay. And I was like, and she was like, why is this? Why is this one so low? Like, why is this car so low? And I was like, this is a Ferrari. And, and she was like, a Ferrari. Why would you want to drive in this? And I was like, I don't want to drive in it. I wouldn't buy this shit. But <laughs> um, so it was cool. Um, uh, got to see DJ Envy again, which was cool because I listened to the Breakfast Club a lot. Um, so that was nice. Saw his kids running around, um, which was cool. And it was just dope to see because he just started this shit like last year. This is the second one, and. Um, last year there was four thousand people that showed up, like in and out, and this year there was ten thousand people. Shit. So, <laughs> like ten thousand people clocked in and out. Um, so that was that, that was really cool. And then after that, we went to um, Red Lobster in the Bronx. Um, waited hell long to get our food, and I saw it coming as soon as they said we was going to Red Lobster, but I wasn't going not let it happen because. I didn't want to go anywhere else expensive. So I was like, cool, Red Lobster, that's, that's a bet. Um, so that was cool. And then Sunday, oh, Saturday, actually, before Red Lobster, actually, um, this is where, like, the nostalgia of the trip started to happen. Because this whole trip was themed around nostalgia, and I had no idea that it would be this, like, such a such a time warp for me so I actually had a chance to meet one of my aunt's family friends who used to actually take care of me um when I was like eight nine ten years old uh I don't know if I told the story I, I think we had a story about like a I had a question about like the worst whipping you ever got um 
And I don't remember which one I told because there were so many. But I think it was the one about me almost burning, like almost burning the house down because I was playing with paper towel. Mm. Um, it, that lady, like that, 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 the house that I did that in was her house. <laughs> um, that that I met up with again, and um, it was super dope. Like, it was amazing to see her again because I wasn't sure if I was gonna see her. Um, but my aunt made that happen because. They're really good friends. They've always been really good friends. So that was that was super dope. Um, so that was the first little bit of nostalgia. And then on Sunday, went to church. Uh, church was interesting because this is the church that the this is the church that I remember the most as a kid, and it's still the same church. So I've been going to this church before my cousin was born my cousin's 17 years old i'm 27 so like i could do the math on that like i know of this church prior to him being born and i remember after he was born us still going to this church and our pastor like the pastor actually just died like in july like july 26th i believe he he passed away and that's like the first pastor i've ever known right so I was prepping for it because I knew my, my aunt wanted to go to church and he, she was telling me about it a couple of weeks ago and like how it happened and he had heart, heart issues, which could have been prevented because of a whole bunch of other stuff that we'll probably get into at some other podcast about healthcare. You know what I'm saying? That's really what that boiled down to is just healthcare in the black community is just not, not, not good. But um, yeah, so going into that church and kind of, seeing and realizing that it is the same way I remember it as a kid in all, you know, all these different phases. And I'm looking around the church and I'm, you know, we get our seat and I'm sitting there with Alia and like, I'm trying to explain to her, like I used to sit, like I remember sitting in a couple of different places in this church and falling asleep in my sister's lap because it's church and it's long and it's a Caribbean church and it's long and like, and it was just kind of trippy because I could kind of see myself right over there, nine years old, just falling asleep. And then I could see myself again in another seat holding my baby cousin because he's falling asleep at eight months, years old, and I'm 10 and I have to hold him because my sister doesn't want to hold him. And Auntie Clara can't hold him because she wants to pay attention. And he's, you know, messing with my face and shit like that. And then I look over and I see him walking, his 17-year-old ass walking. It was just really weird. Like, it was a lot of time things going on in there, which was crazy. And then I realized that my, you know, the pastor's not there anymore. So that was, that was emotional. Um, But it didn't stop there. Because after that, after church, we go to have dinner as we would normally do. And um, it was at my aunt's friend's house, and we had a really good dinner. Um, but she lives not too far away from where I used to, the last place I lived in New York before I moved to Georgia. And I was like, you know, I took my cousin and Ali. I was like, let's just, you know, let's take, take a walk since it's not that far. Let's go back to where I used to live. And I go back on that block, and it looks the same way. <laughs> that it used to look it's crazy it's like the weirdest it's like craziest shit ever um there's just so much 
nostalgia, like, of what used to be. And it's such a simpler life, which didn't seem as simple when I was present in that. It didn't, everything was, you know, there was still issues. I was like, oh, I need to go do this. Or, oh, I just want to go outside. Or, oh, I can't because, you know, oh, I'm moving to Georgia, which I didn't agree with <laughs> at all. I was like, why am I moving? Um, like, so it, all of that stuff was coming back and it was just, it was, it was just crazy. Um, yeah. So a lot of nostalgic stuff. That was Sunday. Monday, we actually went to, uh, Manhattan. Um, we walked the High Line, which is one big ass park kind of in the sky. Um, it's a one and a half, 1.54 miles long, one way has a bunch of different cool architecture that's being built up in Manhattan. Um, we also went to this thing called the Vessel, um, which is this c- cylindrical honeybee hive kind of um, like structure that has a bunch of stairs um, and it's like co- it's like copper and reflective. It's, it's really cool. Um, I y'all can google it like just type in the vessel in google and it'll probably manhattan and it'll pop up and we went there and um after that we had lunch at this place called bocaria which is kind of like barcelona food like food from spain so tapas and like small dishes of food to eat and then we went we jumped on the train and went to uptown manhattan and well north manhattan and we saw it. I said, fuck it. I need to see it because it's lit. And I love it. So we're going to go watch it chapter two. And that shit was crazy. It is definitely one of the best horror movies um, series um, in the last few years. So it was dope. Um, for a simple spoiler alert, Black Twitter killed it. That's all I'll say. Um, it's pretty much what happened. And uh, then we went to dinner. We had lobster. We had the, went to the, went, we went to Brooklyn and had these fries called lobster cheese fries, where you get this plate of fries and then they chop one, like one whole lobster in half, fill it with cheese or some shit like that. And there was that. We had Wagyu beef. Which at this point I've had Wagyu beef, Kobe beef, and regular beef, and I don't know the difference personally. <laughs> so what the fuck? I'm very disappointed. <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't know the difference. Um, it didn't look like a place that you could believe it was Wagyu beef, but that's what the fuck the shit said. So how much was it? Fifteen dollars was an appetizer. An appetizer, fifteen dollars. Definitely, definitely wasn't Wagyu beef. Yeah. Well, good because I haven't. Well. I can't. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I, I don't know the difference. So, they're gonna have a certification for it. Yeah, but what, what is it going to be stamped on the thing before you eat it, or is it going to be like how do you? It's probably going to be stamped on the menu. Ah, okay. they'll probably bring you. They'll probably bring you like a little. It's card a too. one through five, mm-hmm. and I think five is like the the oldest. Which I learned that in the cooking anime I watched. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You'll definitely know 
tell the difference is the point. Okay, because I I don't have I guess I haven't had real Kobe beef either. Because fuck, like I've had, huh? So you didn't turn to the Black Mamba? Oh my god! <laughs> no, my my I I didn't shoot eighty one points in in a game. Um, no. So, but that was cool. It was really good, really good dinner. Um, also in that same breath on Sun was that Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Sun no Monday, yesterday. Um, in between of moving up and down between the Bronx, Manhattan, and Brooklyn, we, uh, Alia actually got, um, she's been in this bidding war and it's ended and, um, someone has edged themselves out to get her and she's accepted an offer from them. So after two, you know, X amount of time being laid off, Alia's going to be starting a new job soon good um, shit paying her more money getting me ever so closer to the the pearly gates of early retirement so i can raise these babies <laughs> and be a, a stay-at-home dad <laughs> um i mean i can see the light i really can okay i can see it. it's far it's really far but i can see it and that's all i need that is so great. Tell her <laughs> congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. So in a true, true, happy, happy um, partner excitement, I told her, like, you know, for dinner, I was like, get whatever you want. Don't care what it is. Get whatever you want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as much wine, as much mimosas, as much whatever. I don't give a damn. Like, you, 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 did, you did your thing. So that was cool. So good news. It, it was dope. Um, but... And then we came, we, we, uh, on Monday, I had a conversation with my cousin because he's 17. He's in, he's in, uh, Monday night before we, before we left. He's 17. He's, you know, he's going to private school right now in Pelham and with a bunch of white kids, which irritate me. <laughs> it really irritates me. But, um, he, he doesn't know what he wants to do. And I'm trying to tell this man, um, and maybe George, I, I could be wrong. So if I say something wrong, let me know. But from his perspective, he was like, well, yeah, I'm just going to play. You know, I'm playing my senior year now. And um, someone's probably going to offer me to play at some school. And I told him, I said, Jojo, if they're not offering you that now, or you haven't been approached, yeah, it's gonna probably be not going to happen. <laughs> He said, "What? Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a smaller school, like the D two, D three school." Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not looking for D one. He was just saying anybody. He was like, anybody's probably gonna sign me, especially like in the New York area. And I was like, mm. and then that—that's not even like a guarantee, unless the nigga nice. Like, is he nice enough? You think that nigga nice enough? Listen, I don't watch film, Joy. I don't watch film. I don't watch film with the boy because again, I don't <laughs> want to. Huh? Did he have any touchdowns? Uh, they won a game. They won their first game, um, Friday, which I missed because we was on the plane. But they they beat they beat ass on Friday. He had an interception. He had some yards. Like apparently he did pretty good. First game out this, but that's this that's only the first game of this season. I don't know nothing about the other two seasons that he had. <laughs> Is he smart? Is he? Well, here's the thing. That's what the conversation was about. Like, I was like JoJo, like. Bro, um, you're a senior. School just started three days ago. 
are you are you going to take your SATs? Are you have you have you applied to colleges yet? Are you going to apply to colleges yet? Have Nigga, you- I take SATs regardless, even if you get a scholarship. Well, I'm saying, but to be able to take it, to have taken it already, so that you can take it a couple more times if That's you need to. Like, he, he should be working on that because you got to take it regardless. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what the conversation was about. Like, hey, buddy, we we need to start doing these things, right? And you know, Alia's in there too, and Alia has been fucking with him all weekend, just being the worst kind of big, but not the the worst best kind of big sister, just annoying, just random kicking him and shit, like just just you know, just fucking with him because he needs it. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's the, he's that type of kid, like. It, it, I, from my recollection, oh, and that's another thing um, about the dinner on Sunday, with that relates to him. They were, com- we, I was talking to my aunt and her friend and her friend's grandmother, and the grandmother, there's a, you know, grandkid, little boy, he's like seven or eight, like cute as can be, and he is like messing with his grandmother and stuff. And at church, it was grandmother's, it was grandma, it was grandparents' day. So they honored the grandparents. So we had dinner and we were like saluting her and stuff like that. And I don't really know her like that, but we were still saluting her and stuff like that. And then he said, you know, I like my grandmother because of X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. And it was really cool. And then we ended up having a conversation about the track of my aunt's recollection of what I was as a kid, which was crazy because you think you know what you were as a kid until someone who raised you tells you about the memories that you have, if they can remember. So it was really, it was really, it was really interesting. Um, so, and cause I was like, I'm pretty sure I gave a whole bunch of trouble. My, my, my aunt was like, mm, not really. Like you were very obedient. <laughs> and I was like, well, that explains a lot. I mean, that sounds good, but that explains why I'm, I guess, so sensitive now because it was obedience out of fear of y'all. And You're right. so now it, you know, if someone tells me I'm not doing something now, you know, that I felt like I thought I was doing the right way, it fucks with me. <laughs> so it was just interesting to go kind of unravel that. And then they were comparing me and him because that's what they do. Um, and Going back to him, it was just, you know, it's just a concern because it was just like, Jojo, you, you, you say you want to go to college. That alone was like an effort from everyone in our family to be like, Jojo, what are you going to do? And he says he wants to go to college. Great. Jojo, have you looked into when, have you taken the, P, the PSATs? Have you taken the PSAT course? Have you, um, you know, signed up for an SAT? class do you know if not do you know when you're going to take the SATs like have you applied to college because in my head if I can remember correctly and y'all could stop me if I'm wrong you need to apply you should apply for college in maybe like October because the shit takes a while for these niggas to get back to you and you should start getting like letters of accept and decline by like February March ish Something like that. Like it's a it's I should Jade applied to Polly uh in like April, May. I did the same thing for Polly. Jesus Christ. And I got in. (laughs) I got into a few schools, but 
when I got like serious down into it, I was like, oh, I don't really want to go out of state. Let me just all apply somewhere here. And I got in. So Okay, well, then I don't feel as bad then because maybe he's not as bad off as I thought. I, I was just thinking, I was like, bro, you, you... yeah, I, I had already done my SATs and my ACTs. So it is because I kind of knew where I was as far as that and what I could and couldn't get into with all of that combined. So he still need to take those tests, but he's not as far off as he, as you think he is. As long as he can at least get those in, he'll be on the right track. Yeah. And I think Jojo, he, he, I think he's having like a realization. And this is one of the things, like, I think he's having a realization that him wanting to play football so goddamn bad in high school and not high school college, uh, even to the point where he's like lowered his expectation to being like D3, D2, um, uh, it you know that's what he wants to do, and I had to tell him. I was like, Jojo, I feel like what you see yourself in right now is like first class, and you're really in coach. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not that nice, my nigga. You're not that good, bro. First of all, you're not big enough. That's the bit. That's the main thing. Like I was like, Jojo, you're not. You're not. You don't look like a foot. Like, eh. Like I'm not saying I'm a speed guy. He gotta be a speed guy to be that skin. That's how I was just. I was just trying to tell him. I was like, "That's okay." Half of these, like seventy percent of the world, can't play football. You're fine. Like that doesn't mean that you know the world is over if you can't play football. But that's all the boy care about. That's all the boy cares about. And I couldn't. I don't understand why. It could be anything else. Anything else. It could be, and I'd get it. But I just don't get football. So. um not to mention, he could honestly get to college and not even want to play anymore. If you get a scholarship to play football and you get to college and you don't want to play football, come on now. Yeah, like what? What are you gonna do? Like you, you got to do something. You got to figure this out. And he's just really fucking with that. I think he's getting shell shocked by like that realization that like oh shit like maybe football might not work out the way that I thought, and that's the only plan he had. So now I'm trying to let him know like, dude, like you, my main concern. Everyone is telling you like go to college, go to college, college. I don't give, I don't really care about that. I just need you to like have a little bit more self awareness about what is happening around you. And I don't want to go into detail with it. I just like I would rather just say like, when things are moving around you. Like, and you you should be able to notice that very soon the world that you normally live in, you know, is going to change to some degree. And you need to adapt to that before it changes so it doesn't leave you ass out. Simply, like simply put. So I just need him to have a little bit more of a selfish type of reliance to be like let me take control of my own life real quick um and have a certain level of independence about it so that was on monday just like heart to heart talk and shit and all that stuff um and he's he's a typical teenager he doesn't want to act like he cares but he cares like i know he cares um, but yeah, 
Like I even even the last book at the wedding, I remember giving him. My aunt told me she was like, she was like, you gave him a pair of shoes when he came down there, right? And I was like, yes, I gave him a pair of shoes that he asked for, and I didn't want to give them to him because it was a very special pair of shoes to me, and I did not want to give him them J's, but because it took me a while to find those J's, it took me like two years to find those J's, and I wore them, and I ain't really wear them as much, and I gave it to him. And she was like, yeah, don't look in this closet because they're, like, ruined. Oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, And I told him, I said, JoJo, I gave you a pair of shoes that I really, like, cared about. And I didn't I didn't expect them to be pristine when I gave it to him. Like, I expected him to wear it. I was just like, you know, like, just be aware. Because he's sitting there asking, like, are you going to give me something else? Are you going to, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, no. <laughs> I can give you anything else. Um, you need to figure this life shit out first before we have them type of conversations. So, um, yeah, that that yeah. But other than that, that was Monday night. Tuesday today came home. Flight was super cool. Um, we watched Pet Cemetery, which is a trash movie. Um, <laughs> movie so terrible. Uh, but yeah. It's cool. It was a cool trip. It was very nostalgic. Very. I felt like I was in three different time periods of my life at one point. Like I felt like I was literally little me, post JoJo me, and then present day me, which was weird. Um, but yeah. So. Yep. Um. So that was our trips. Um. I think we can move on to a a uh, a real, I guess, a, a, a quote-unquote real topic now. And that is a topic of um, that just won't seem to go away, for better or worse, I guess. But Jay-Z and the NFL and um, this whole partnership that they have. So apparently, um, in recent, like over the last, like, maybe week or so, there was a um, plan for Jay-Z and the NFL to give money to um, two Chicago organizations. Um, I believe the first game was the first game in Chicago, George, or one of the first games, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but because uh, that's I think they had like a free concert with like Meek Mill, Rhapsody. You said what? I know the Packers and Bears played on Thursday, but I want to say that was at Green Bay. Ah, okay. But this is coming out of um, this is coming off of like, um, you know, that whole partnership thing, and um, they, they're Jay Z and the NFL and the NFL's, um, I guess, social impact group, which is called Impact Change. Um, planned on giving Chicago um, and as they go down the season, um, they're going to be giving out, you know, allocating money to certain causes within certain cities. So this time it was in Chicago, it was $400,000 to two organizations that they were going to split $200,000 each um, that, that they decided to, 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 to give aid to. Um, and th- one of the names of them was the Crushers Club. Um, and 
uh, that came under scrutiny because apparently the Crushers Club, particularly the founder or the CEO or the leader of the Crushers Club, Sally, what's her name? Sally Hazelgrove. Um, they pulled up some past things about her as Black Twitter does. And um, she, you know, has cut she's she's promoted like cutting or at least is being depicted that she's promoting like cutting dreads um from some of our um black males um it's something that promotes you know a better lifestyle for them um so she's def she's you know she's been claimed to be one of those people that are talking about like you know dreads not really you know being able to help you in life and in order to change your life you have to cut your hair and uh that sent twitter in a frenzy and um people are you know pissed about that because this is one of the places that jay-z and impact change has decided to give their money to um sally grove sally hazy Grove have since denied that um but and amongst other things like they're saying that she's a trump supporter because she's asked trump for aid um to chicago um, she has um, spoken out in terms of being in support of All Lives Matter um, and those type of things. So it it's become a topic of conversation. Um, one of the guys that she actually helped is really, to me, it's really, it's kind of uh, polarizing because one of the guys that she actually helped um, has responded to it. Like she actually cut his hair. Um, and she, he says that he wanted her to cut his hair because he did not, he was a part of the crushers club and he did not have the money to actually go get a haircut. Um, some niggas would say, nigga, it's only $20. Well, nigga, you ain't never been broke. Everybody don't got $20 period. Um, he didn't have the money. So he asked her to cut his hair because that's something that he wanted to do. Um, and he posted a video um, explaining, a, you know, explaining that and and talking about how she actually really helped him change his life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then there was another guy that also did that as well. Um, and there are a few people that have said that the Crushers Club has been you know, influential to them for those who have been a part of that, like black males who have been a part of that. They've had done really good things. Um, but be that as it may, you, you know, enforcing the stereotype of, well, you can't have a prosperous and successful life because you have dreads. That is not <laughs> something that we need to uh, fund. So it's created a lot of backlash. So I was just curious about how you guys felt about that and then of course because Jay-Z is tied to it and everyone's about you know has been polarized about Jay-Z and the whole NFL partnership um so yeah George did you know anything about this or followed it a little bit yeah I do um I don't know. I don't like the move. Which move? The move from 
the move with I guess them partnering up with her and yeah, I want to say an old uh, video resurfaced from like January where Jay Z was talking on the, a panel with Van Jones or whatever. Yeah, he was talking about how some niggas don't like uh, authority figures because their father wasn't some bullshit, man. He was saying some bullshit. It was some shit I, I can't I can't buy into. Yeah, and I mean, people are you know there's there's yeah I I personally I don't agree with um I think that there needs to be if if you're really gonna be about impact change and stuff like that but especially in Chicago, um I know people talk about Chicago as if it's like a special case because there's Chicago everywhere but Chicago has the most limelight in terms of like rapid fire like things happening in Chicago between shootouts and innocent people getting killed and all kinds of like all kinds of stuff and gang violence and, and, and things like that. Not like any other place. I mean, that happens in New York. That happens in New Orleans, especially New Orleans. That happens in certain parts of Cali still. But Chicago has the front of the show. So you have to be aware of that. <laughs> if you're giving money away. Um, and if you got to dig a little bit deeper on what these organizations have done, especially in their past, because at this point, that's what everyone's going to do, Any t- especially when you're under that type of limelight. So I kind of wish that there was a little bit more research done to there's a couple of di- a lot of different places and a lot of different really cool programs that are happening in Chicago. I don't know black um, programs on it could have supported besides her. That well, right, right. I mean, give the money to Chance. Chance has the social what is it called social, the social group, or something, social something, and um, that's he's he's done, you know, given school supplies, backpacks, books, like all kinds of shit, like free con, like he's hold held his own free concerts and. In, in Chicago. He's done a lot for Chicago. Um, he's funding schools himself, actually, in Chicago. Like, So, that is easy. <laughs> That's one right there that you could have just put right back into, you know, put, put it right back in. Um, I don't know how that didn't come up. <laughs> like, that. That's like a, that's a layup. That's easy. But apparently not. And um, to your point, George, it, I mean, it should have been a, a program that was, you know, I guess the head of the snake was a black person. Like the head of the organization was like a black person. I agree with that. Um, but that that's not not what happened. And I guess what people it's polarizing because there again, there are people who are saying the Crushers Club is terrible for doing this thing. But then there are people saying like, hey, this this organization does a lot for our black youth. They've they've made a name for doing really good things. So it becomes a bit of a toss and turn. Like for me, I just don't understand why. Because I'm looking at pictures right now of several guys like <laughs> getting their hair cut by this white woman. Like seriously, like this shit is all over Twitter. <laughs> And I'm just trying to figure out, like, how quickly these people were able to pull up these these pictures. 
that didn't that didn't pop up to y'all to at least have a cause to pause and be like, wait a minute, why is it? What is this? Like before you give them two hundred thousand dollars, you don't ask the question of like, hey, Sally, why are you cutting the hair? Why are you cutting these black men's hair? Like, can you like what the what the fuck is this? Or are we conforming to European thoughts of well-groomed hair? Yeah. Um, you just can't have this, like, lapse of judgment here. Um, this cultural lapse of judgment. Especially if you're Jay-Z. And especially if you're wrapping your program, of, you know, your, your partnership around making change um, and, and, you know, untrying to unwind the injustices that are happening and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what this whole, pro, you know, this whole impact change Jay-Z partnership thing is supposed to be with Rock Nation is supposed to be about. So it sounds like y'all niggas need a research department. I don't know, but this shit came up real quick. <laughs> like these pictures alone would have had me as Lolo intern at Rock Nation being like, uh I don't know if y'all want to give him this money real quick. Y'all might want to there's a white woman cutting dreads off with boys. Like it's not even a black person cutting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she like sponsored them going to the barbershop or something. That's what some people were saying too, which I didn't even think about. Why the fuck didn't you just send them to the barbershop? <laughs> like, the most busted looking white woman. It's just like, why didn't you just send them to the barbershop? She's cutting it off. So now you your head look jagged. Yeah, and I understand like that <laughs> you still some... can't pay for. Her. Like and for some people, you know, it's not even the cutting the hair part, right? Because people change their hair all the time. Like women can relate to that. Women change their hair all the time, and it makes them feel, you know, like it has a fresh start. Like people I cut their my hair every two weeks. So, right, like people, you know, dudes will cut, you know, will have like huge afros or have braids or even dreads. Like I have a homeboy who just cut his dreads. Like it makes you feel like you have a fresh start. So I get it. I just, you know. <laughs> This is really this is one of them things that just y'all could have looked up and 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 had this y'all could have beat this type of backlash to the punch if y'all had did this type of research before or maybe you did and didn't care. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, the worst social justice rollout in history. May maybe maybe um so that ain't it. I'm be honest. I think the concert was, you know, the concert lineup was dope, and I thought that was cool. But this, uh, th- you know, for the, the the real shit, which is this is supposed to be phase one of the real shit, right? This is supposed to be y'all are actually giving out money, and it's four hundred grand. Two hundred is going to like y'all first y'all first out the gate thing is already problematic. In, in some regard, just because of the optics of it. You got this white woman cutting off dreads, and then you got this white woman who has previous um, quotes on Twitter, you know, that can be misconstrued and, quite frankly, are just wrong also. Because um, it's not just one tweet. She has a couple. You know what I'm saying? Some people are mad about the whole asking Donald Trump for aid for Chicago, but that can go a couple of different ways. Um, people are taking that a couple of different ways because it's like, I mean, who else is she supposed to ask? The motherfucker is the president. But at the same time, like, mm, 
and then she has the whole All Lives Matter thing. She's she has a separate tweet about All Lives Matter, which was related to the cops getting shot in uh Dallas, I believe. Um like there's just a lot there that you could have you could have seen and maybe you decided to not to pretend like it didn't matter. But hey, like that's just it's not good. It's not good. Whether it was a mistake or just blatant, you know, ignoring, it's, it's still not good. So, I don't know. Me personally, I've gone through, I've been in many like youth empowerment groups. Like, I was in one in my actual high school. I did a rites of passage at the church that was close to me. And I will say, this is something that needs to happen for kids, whether black or whether white or whether whatever you are. It is, I, I appreciate the fact that a person wants to take that time to say, hey, I, I want to do better for the the community. And it's probably not just black kids that's in it. But I feel like it needs to be more light flashed on was the decision for these kids' hair to get cut made by them or was it influenced by this woman? One. Yeah. Two, she really should have just took their ass to the goddamn barbershop. I'm sure a black barber in the area would have done it for a hefty discount. And also, right. there has to, the fact that both of, well, two of the programs that I've, and I've done many programs in my life because you know at risk youth and all <laughs> that <laughs> led by black people in the Atlanta area you can't tell me you couldn't find one program one program <coughs> that was led by a black person yeah I mean they don't talk about the second program I don't think there was anything wrong with that because uh, well because if there was it would have came up too um, yeah. but this is just one of the one of the two, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think about like maybe George, you can attest to this. Like even back to school drives that are sponsored by like Greek organizations. I'm a Sigma George's an Omega. Like those tend to have a barber or several at back to school drives where they're giving away backpacks. They're cutting hair. <laughs> they're cutting hair somewhere in the, in the, you know in 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 a, in a school gym. Or something for the kids, like free haircuts that day. Come bring your child, get a backpack, get some pencils, get some books, and get their haircut. Like you could have did something like that. Like you could have, you could have, you know, integrated something like that, and, and and not and not have had to 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 had these very bad optics on it. Um, you know what though. I just this just popped in my head. Seeing the pictures of her cutting the dreads reminds me of like the Jimmy John owner standing over like a dead animal for some reason. I don't know why that correlation has come up in my head, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we're black people, we we have we have there's a lot of different you know things that trigger back to the t- most terrible images that we have in our head because of you know those images being real, so I'm not surprised <laughs> that 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 happened. Um, I'm not I'm not surprised. Like I I just this ain't it. My personal opinion. 
Back to the uh-huh. board. So it, it's just like, bro, you know, I don't know what the fuck, like, but uh, she has responded. I mean, I don't know what it's worth, but she has responded and said that it was coolest of her to have done that. And then, again, it's so weird. Well, not weird, but there are at least two videos I've seen um, of guys who have gotten their hair cut by her who have seen what's been going on and have decided to come forth and say, hey, like, it's not that. Like, she does a lot. Um, this shit is being, to them, taken out of context. Um, like, hey, I wanted to get my hair cut and I decided I asked her to get to cut my hair. Like, but, so I don't know. Um, that doesn't seem to be really mattering in this point. I think people are just really pissed off about it, and I think it's justified. But week one, yo, is week one. It's week one of the football season. Apparently, shit ain't, shit ain't, it's not it, bro. <laughs> it's not I it. I have another question, though. When are we going to do a blow about Black Twitter? Like, what? There's truly a power going on. This is the second time in the past couple of weeks where we have like boosted awareness on something. The first thing was Popeyes, and now this. Like, when when are we gonna realize our power and actually do something with it? I'm almost at the point where I feel like Black Twitter is not actually run by Black people. I'm almost I'm almost there. Like I'm almost at a George level of like conspiracy theories. I have a feeling, just a sneaky suspicion. That all of Black Twitter might not be Black people. Might be some white people in Black Twitter influencing and starting fires <laughs> to get us all riled up. Well, y'all, because I'm not on Twitter. I just scroll. Yeah, I'm not either. I can't even. I don't, I, don't, I don't do the post and the repost and shit like that. But the shit that starts fires and the shit spreads real quick and stuff, I'm not too sure. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that I don't believe enough in my, my, my people. I'm just saying that I believe in more of the system being fucked up <laughs> and you know, get my hand, you know, get your hand out my pocket. Like I'm Malcolm X, I don't know, bro. Like I just feel like mm, I don't know. Like the shit don't the shit is it's too it's too easy. It's too easy for us. It's too easy to get like eight by black Twitter. It's way too easy. So, hmm, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I'm on your conspiracy train, but (laughs) I do know that nowadays, us like millennials, we don't follow media. We don't follow mainstream media like that. And that used to be what influenced us to redirect us from a real issue. So maybe, maybe it's a little little troll out there somewhere. Redirecting us from you know the real issues like the fact that the world is dying. I mean, the world is dying. The fact that they're trying to actually pass a law, like they're trying to pass speaking of dreads, like they're trying to undo the law that says that you can't discriminate against dreads, you can't discriminate against being gay, like all that type of shit is going on. But Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> like I, 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 I don't know, man. This shit is just weird to me. Like it's just I, I, I. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I, I don't I don't know. I we think maybe we I don't know. Maybe we have a, um we'd have to do a lot of research to to do this like type of backtrace that I'm about to say. But maybe we highlight like some of the years so far most um where 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 our attention was drawn the most like the most the the ones that peaked the most like Popeye, like Popeye's chicken and um one of the you know the clothing brands I'm sure like H&M that whole H&M issue I don't know if that was this year or the Gucci issue or uh any one of these other issues that had everyone so focused on looking this way looking right and then figure out what else was going on around that time you know how you do that you look at ti's instagram because he will post about every single issue that goes on on his page so you look at his instagram and you look at what other news was going on around those dates yeah i just want to cross-reference that with like what happened two days before like what did trump say two days before that or what, what what bill was brought like two three days before that and just to see like who was voted into office or who was moved around or what company was like what was going on around that time because i feel like there might be something there um that that might be a little a cool little adventure to go on um it will take it will require a lot of <laughs> a lot of time though but yeah because it's just mm, mm-hmm yeah, but speaking of something um, going on, and I don't know, maybe this is maybe this is something too. Um, George, the next round of debates um, when when are they? They are Thursday, September twelfth. Thursday, September twelfth. Okay, listeners, let's do this as a test run. The debates are Thursday. Today is Tuesday, right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so everyone keep their eye open. Only us who listen to this podcast know what's going on right now. Does everyone keep their eyes open? Okay. We already know about the whole Jay-Z thing that happened over the weekend. So let's see if something else comes up that just, oh, can't watch the debate because Twitter is in a frenzy. Let's go look at Twitter while the debate is over here. Let's let's see. I just want to. I just need to see. Like I feel like I'm going to be doing that the rest of the year now. I'm paranoid. Like <laughs> just to see. The rest of the year? You mean the rest of your life? Maybe. Yeah. We're in it now. I mean, this is a trial run because if it, if this shit gets proven, then we might. First of all, our podcast might be taken from us because we might have just cracked a, a code. But <laughs> it's not going to um, be Thursday night football. That is a Thursday. You said what? Thursday it's not going to be Thursday football. night football. Ooh. Good question. Aha. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying, though? Because <laughs> if it's like some top teams that's playing and not like some teams that nobody really cares about, that's how they do it. Hey, man. Might be on to something. Like... That's why we don't be voting. Too busy watching the game. Damn shame. Um, do we have anything else? Uh, not really. Well, I wanna I wanna give Jay Z the benefit of the doubt, but also wanna let niggas know that there are people who fought for us that end up selling us out. So that's how we got here. Besides that, that's 
little different. <laughs> I agree with both of you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I want to give him both. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I, I can, I can, I can believe in Jay Z and also tell Jay Z, listen, this ain't it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think he's on. I don't think Jay Z's on the same level as Al Sharpton. I, I think that Jay Z thinks that he's trying. Well, that's nice and that's cute, but Jay Z, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not it. Not week one. Not ever, really. But especially week one, up the gate. <laughs> school just started. Like, how the fuck you make this type of mistake three days into school start? Well. School starting up north, but school ain't even been in a month across the country yet. And what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this ain't it, dog. Like, this ain't it. So, yeah. Strike one. Well, not strike one, but this is definitely a nah. Let's try again next week. Let's see what you do now, like after this, because you're not going to change it. He's not going to change it, or they are not going to change it. So, okay. Wrong. Okay. So, 15 more weeks. Is it 15, George? How many weeks in the season? 16? 16 games? Uh, you'd have 16 more weeks because every team gets a bye. Okay, so week one, fail. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see what happens. Let's see what happens week two. And the reason why I say that is because it's just supposed to be like every game, like every or every every football Sunday or whatever for every city or they're going to choose a city and give – something to organizations in that city. So we'll really get to see, like, actively. Maybe we'll do that every podcast. Like, week two, fail. <laughs> like, week three, C minus. Let's, let's see. Like, so, yeah. Um, if that's it, appreciate y'all for listening um, to another episode of Just Another Show. Um, Jade, I'll let you take the rest of the rest of it. <laughs> All right, guys, this was fun. Thanks for hanging out. We talked about some pretty interesting things today. Uh, be sure to let us know if you have any questions about um, about the debates or if you have anything that you want us to answer. Uh, if you wanted to know any cool places to travel when you go to the places we've been this week. So uh, we'll be sure to see you guys next time. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, stalk in real life, and peace. Deuces. Stay dead.